as the king of Israel and he fled from his rebellious son, um, Absalom. And Absalom was ready to assert the authority. He was ready to assert the power of his father and reign in his stead. But he could not reign well and, and peacefully until David must, must be killed. So he went and fought against uh, David and David flee because he doesn't want to fight against his son. He wants his son to reign, he's okay with him. He loves his son anyway. But because David has also army, uh, he also has men um, of war with him. David himself was a man of war. He will never flee from battle. Goliath, uh, even those lions and, and, and bear, um, he, he was he was fierce um, soldier. But with his son, he would just you know uh, give it give it to, to his son. He he gave it to his son. But this time, um, Solomon, I mean Absalom, this Solomon and Absalom is so um, close, you know, it sounds the same. So Absalom uh, was, was leading the people of Israel to, to chase after David, but Absalom got killed in the bush. He got killed, and David was so um, distressed with that, upon knowing that Absalom was dead. But here, um, the psalmist here, King David uses these three distinct titles for the Lord. The Lord is his um, shield. The Lord is his yeah, um, up, um, glory. And he is his uplifter of his life. And God is the one that gives David the victory. And here, um, there are a few things that we have discussed already uh, last week. And now we will continue on with this, um, I'll give you this outline of uh, what, what we are going to see from this chapter, chapter 3 of the book of Psalm. We can see here the detailed um, outline of chapter 3 of the book of Psalm. First, you can find the complaint of David in verse number 1. And in the same verse, verse number 1, you can see... Uh, oh no, so, sorry, verse number 2. You can see there the compliment. And in verse number um, 4, uh, his communication. And verse number 5, you can find there, in verse number 6, the courage uh, that God has given him. And also, um, verse number 7, the challenge. And verse number 8 is conclusion. Salvation belonging unto the Lord. That's his conclusion of this um, uh, book of Psalm chapter 3. But the, the key verse here that we are going to look at very carefully is the verse um, coming from verse number 3. But thou, O Lord, art the shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of mine head. So you see here, following this, um, following this, um, Outline that uh, we are going to see, first of all, uh, David's discouragement from verse number 1 and verse number 2. And here in verse number verse number 1, um, he got discouraged because his adversary, that's, that's enemy, that's our, you know, opponents, those people who oppose us, those people who are against us. The problem with that, they're, they're all around, you know, there are people that will oppose you, but the problem with David is enemy increased. Those people that 
before was his friends now turned to be his enemies. And those people that on his side now turn to be on the other side. And that's, that distressed him. That is very painful to him to, to, to look at this whole situation. That is why he asked the Lord, Lord, why? How are they increased that trouble me? David was this, you know, basically um, a person that is trying his best to be upright in the sight of God. And yet, even though you will try your best to please God, there are still people that will rise against you. It is normal. David experienced that. He tried his best. He loved the Lord. He loved the people. He loved Israel. He loved the Word of God. He loved the church. If that is you this morning, praise the Lord. But just like David, your enemy might be increased. Do not be surprised. You might get discouraged, but do not be surprised. Life is like that. David already experienced that. They increased. The enemy increased. And in verse number one, he said here, um, many are they that rise up against me. In other words, it is multiplied. It is multiplied. I understand the, the scenario there. I understand, you know, the, the scenario why David now became hated by Israel because Absalom was a lovely guy. Absalom was a, you know, beautiful person. Soft-spoken, great leadership skills, and potential king of Israel for a long and many, many, many decades. And David is now old. People loved David before, but now they shifted to Absalom. Oh, you know why? Because Absalom stole the heart of the people. He stole the heart of the people. So, you know the story there? You know, uh, try to uh, go back to that um, um, life of David because that was a beautiful, um, you know, uh, details there of his um, reign. And in verse number 2, you can find those people that criticize him. Despite of him, despite of him being the man after God's own heart, and yet the people has the, my children call it the audacity to, to criticize David. They still have that audacity to criticize David. Despite of the victories that he wrought Israel for Israel, despite of the blessings that he brought to the land, despite of the, you know, that the city is fortified, the, the nation is strengthened, and, and God's blessing was upon the nation of Israel because of David. And yet, the people criticized him. So, that is why discouragement came about. When people will begin to criticize you, when people begin to, even your friends will disown you, uh, that is a very discouraging uh, situation. But discouragement is a common denominator of life. You will experience discouragement. I will experience and we did. And we will continue to uh, in, you know, encounter discouragement. But no one can escape that. No one can escape the heaviness of a discouraged spirit. I know that maybe you have um, experienced that or maybe many of you have um, problems with 
um, in life and then you get discouraged, we all get discouragements, whether we like it or not. But I will tell you, my friend, I have here 10 proven, you know, a proven um, approach or formula how to overcome discouragement. Anyone here knows how to overcome discouragement? Because we have here the 10 proven formula. I give you this 10 proven formula. Number one, very effective formula. Number one is that when you have discouragement, go out and win a soul to Christ. Yep. I'll tell you, your discouragement will go away. Yep. Your problem, you will forget your problem yep. because you will see the greater problem of the person next to you. Yep. His soul is bound to go to hell. And you will forget your problem, you will face his problem. But you have the solution to his problem. But while giving the solution to his problem, you will forget your own. I believe that is a one a solid proven formula to fight against discouragement. Are you discouraged? Then, you know, try it yourself. Go to a person that is not safe and win him to the Lord Jesus Christ and you will, you know, win against your own discouragement. The rest of that points. Point number two, point number three, and then point number four. Just repeat that thing. Just repeat it nine times more. And that is the ten proven formula to fight discouragement. What I'm saying is that the real formula is go win souls to Jesus Christ. Pastor, Pastor, um, Salva uh, spoke to us. I don't know where, what occasion was that. I think we were in his office. We were in his office and he spoke to us uh, about problems, you know, you have problems with money, uh, you have problems with your parents, you have problems with your friends, you have problems all over the place. You know, my, my suggestion to you and my counsel, my, my, my um, um, counsel to you is go in the soul. Oh, Pastor, it cannot solve my problem. I have problem with money. Go win souls. Whatever problem you have, go win a soul. Pastor, I don't have a girlfriend. Go win a soul. Maybe the next person that will be saved is your girlfriend. <laughs> you don't have a girlfriend? Win souls. Maybe your girlfriend is not saved yet. That's why you have to get up and then find a girl. You know, go around the city and find a girl. You don't have a boyfriend because maybe you are not winning souls. Your boyfriend is not saved yet. <laughs> your, your husband-to-be is just out there in the wilderness waiting for you to come along and, you know, share to him the gospel. The reason because we cannot, we cannot uh, marry someone who is not saved. That is why you need to win souls. There was a pastor who has problem, big problem with money, you know. Uh, all, pastors always have problems with money. You know, they, it seems like there's, there's no satisfaction to them. <laughs> money is always a problem. Pastor Salva said, Brad, win souls. Because those people that, you know, uh, you will win to the Lord Jesus Christ, they will help you. They will not just look at you, they will, they will help you. Pastor Salva has, you know, uh, he has enough with uh, people, pastors coming to him because of money. And, and he encourages people to dig your own well. 
keep on winning souls, keep on winning souls because and these people are used, uh, will be used by God to support the ministry. The Lord will not shower, you know, cash from heaven. The Lord will use the people. And Pastor Jimbo, I remember that uh, in 1996, Pastor Jimbo, I, I don't know if Brother Titin can remember that in 1996, we, uh, our family um, sold a land. We sold a land, and for the first time in my life, I, I was able to hold that very big cash, very big money. And there were 11 of us, 11 brothers and sisters, but one of our property was sold. And my share was this, and I was already in the church, so when I, when I took that tithes, you know, when I took the tithes, uh, still, uh, I enjoyed the rest of that and then give it to the church. Wow, Pastor Jimbo was so happy. <laughs> and not just me, there are, I think, maybe seven of us give our tithes there. And I was young in my Christian life, you know, I was like on and off with tithes. I did not understand. Well, but in that moment, all of us, many of us, give our tithes. And with that, our church, you know, we, we were able to um, to rent a big hall, a big um, um, like a place, a venue, and we were able to um, do a lot of things. Bought uh, some chairs because before we just had like a wooden wooden bench like that, and and uh, maybe this long, then five or six of that, and then we were just renting a, a house there near our place, and that house that we we're renting owned by an old lady, also member of our church. Um, we, we rent that for, I think, 150 pesos a month. But it's very cheap because there are holes also in the roof. For eight months, we stay there. Eight months. We just pray. But praise God, for eight months, we never experienced rain. Because I, I just imagine it there is rain. How can we continue our service? Oh, all of us will be standing in the side and then um, um, let, the, let the water there flow. For eight months, we, we never experienced rain during service. Whether it is Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Wednesday, we never experienced rain. And 1996, we sold our life and we give tithes. And we were able, the church were able to gather this money and then rent uh, maybe half the size or maybe big, uh, bigger than the half of the size. And we enjoyed it. The first Sunday that we have service in the church, the first Sunday morning, oh, it's flooding. The rain is so hard. The rain. Whoa, and all of our eyes, whoa, look at this. If this happened last week or the previous weeks, previous Sundays, I think the service will be stopped. But again, the Lord showed his miracle. How the, the Lord will use God's people to supply the, the, the need of the ministry. You see, the Lord did not shower cash from heaven. He used me, my family, and many of our siblings um, used in that moment. And from there on, I'll tell you, for many years, our church is like that. You know, uh, uh, renting from place to place. From then on, the Lord's blessing will continue. Again, not cut from heaven. Until such time that our, our friend, Brother Charles, um, supported our church worth 11 million pesos. 
we were able to, to build, before I left Philippines, the construction was already finished. Four-story building, because we have students also. 600 students, from uh, primary all the way to <coughs> high school. And again, God used his people. He did not use some, someone else um, um, or something else. God used people to support his work. So that is why Pastor Jimbo is very, you know, uh, uh, I believe immune to discouragement. I cannot really see any place where Pastor Jimbo is discouraged. He will just always smile. We have problems with the school because the, the depart Department of Education will come and will uh, threaten to shut down the school because they lack of this, they lack of this, they will shut down the school and Pastor Jimbo will just smile. What he does, he will just go to Ayala Center and take the mango shake and pass the problem to Mameba and enjoy his life. He is never discouraged, I don't know. He will just laugh at problems. But while he laughs at problems and he, he encourages people, he confessed that he cries unto the Lord. In his secret place, he cries unto the Lord. My friend, if you are discouraged, do not show it to people. Do not show it to people. If you are discouraged, cry unto the Lord because people cannot help you, really. Amen. The only person that can help you is God. Amen. He is the best person to turn to and to yep. run to. Do not run to your problem, I mean to your friends. Do not run uh, with your problems to your friends because your friends will never help you. But if you run to the Lord, the Lord will be able to help you. You see, discouragement is common to all. You have discouragement, go win souls. Formula number one, formula number two, go win souls. Formula number three, win people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Formula number four, share the gospel. All of that. It's all the same. Win people to the Lord Jesus Christ. So, David has this, has this discouragement. And there's a poem, there's a poem here that's really good to, uh, for us to, um, to hear. It says, The day is cold and dark and dreary. It rains and the wind is never weary. The vine still clings to the molding wall. But with every blast, the dead leaves fall. And the day is cold and dark and dreary. My life is dark and dreary. It rains and the wind is never weary. My thoughts still cling to the mortaring past, but the hopes of youth falls thick in the blast, and the days are dark and dreary. Be still, sad heart, and cease repining. Behind the clouds is the sun, is the sun still shining? They fake, um, thy faith is the common faith of all. Into each life, some rain must fall. Some days must be dark and rainy. My friend, when problems come, they will come. It's like a storm. It will just pass. Do not, you know, when, 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 you, um, when you encounter a storm in your life, just hide. Because that storm will pass. God wants us to continue, you know, looking unto Him. Because he is the only one who can help us. David's 
discouragement was very great because it can cost him his life. But also in David, he also has that encouragement. In verse number three, he has this um, encouragement in his life. The encouragement is that verse number three, but thou, O Lord, are the shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of mine head. You see, David was encouraged when he remembered he remembered God's help in the past. I believe all of us experienced God's help in the past. No one here um, is is you know ignorant of God's help in the past. I got help by God in the past. I believe you also got help. Our salvation is one, but for many, many occasions, yeah. I got help. Yeah. My mental plantation, oh, was a great blessing to me. Um, the rain was supposed to stop the harvest because we cannot touch the mango. Once you harvest it, it must be dry because it is covered with um, paper. And if it's raining, you cannot touch it. Wait until it is um, dry. Because if you touch it, um, that will damage the skin. If it's wet. Oh, the rain. That was just like a days after the storm. We had storm in our in our barrier, in our city in Cebu, and the mango that um, was there facing the I think the west. Facing, uh, facing the east was my mango over there light up and it's so large even the trunk of the mango like here you can find a lot of fruits everywhere and there are so many and uh, after after the, the storm I went to the um, place and decided to harvest it because my mangoes you know I don't know why it was that it was not damaged by the storm. I was really amazed why uh, the Lord saved my mango because it's facing it's facing the east. Now, after the uh, the storm, I went there and looked, and behold, my mango uh, fruits so much. So I ordered in that same day, order harvest, let's harvest it because the previous day was a storm. But the problem is when people arrive there, I arrive late around. Five o'clock in the afternoon, and then they, they, they are about to start. Uh, they have started already harvesting. In the middle of that, well, the behind me was a dark clouds and, and rain. I cannot see the mountain um, behind me. There's a mountain behind me, very close by, but I cannot see the mountain already because it's white because of the rain. And then it's beating already on my shoulder. I asked the Lord, Lord, please. Allow this um, harvest to be done completely. Remove, remove, Lord, remove that rain. Remove that rain. Lord, when I turn back, the rain is gone. Now, Lord, I'm going to turn back. I, I, I ask the Lord and make sure that God understands me. <laughs> so, Lord, now I'm going to turn back and let me see the mountain. When I turn back, the mountain is dead. The rain is gone. Amen. And the harvest is done. You know why I, I was especially um, blessed with that? 
because that money that I used after that harvest was the money I used for our wedding. Very crucial. <laughs> or else we'll just have noodles there in our wedding. And two weeks after that is our wedding. It's very crucial. And you know why? After, after, you know what? After we, a week, I went back to the town and I heard people, I overheard people talking. One person committed suicide because all his manifestation, millions of them, all dropped through the ground. And the owner committed suicide. And I said, Lord, I cannot really understand because the mango, the mango plants that we had is facing, you know, the east and it's unprotected by the wind. Unprotected by the wind. But the Lord um, saved me. My friend, if you remember um, anything that God has saved you from, any problems that God has saved you from, I will tell you, it's a great deal in your heart. The great deal of encouragement. David also experienced encouragement because he remembered God's help in the past. And he got encouraged because he remembered also God's special love for him. He got encouraged because um, he remembered God's power and blessings manifested toward his life. I can relate this because um, all those small things, I remember God uh, in my life. I told you already, um, the first time, I was not a Baptist yet, I was not saved yet, but in my heart, I, I, I beg the Lord, Lord um, I'm very hungry, I want to eat this particular, you know, barbecue, but I have no money. And my, my mother was not in the house, and my, my, my siblings, no money. But the Lord answered the prayer and encouraged me. I was not a, um, um, saved yet, but the Lord answered my prayer, even that. So with that, I already have like a, a strong, a strong conviction that the Lord is real. When, when Pastor Jimbo found me, uh, it was easy. It, it became very easy because I experienced God's power in my life before I got saved. You see, encouragement uh, can come when God is involved in your, you know, uh, in, in, in uh, helping you in your problems. Uh, David got encouragement when he remembers God's help in the past. David also, he prayed his prayer. When he prayed the prayer, his prayer is perfect. I hope that when you pray to the Lord, your prayer is serious, your prayer is fervent, because that is where God will um, attend to your prayers. And when he prayed, he prayed wholeheartedly. And he prayed not just, uh, you know, um, intermittently, he prayed continually. He keep on praying and praying and praying. He doesn't stop. So God provided him encouragement. And God allowed him to, you know, to experience power in his prayer. And also God provided him um, rest, God provided him strength, God provided him courage, and God provided him victory. And eventually, in verse number 8, the last verse of, of his uh, um, Psalm chapter 3, Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. He concluded everything that only God can save him. My friend, you may have a lot of problems in your life. And you have turned to this person and that person and that person and that person and this family member and this um, um, reliable person and there is no help. 
that David also experienced that. He turned to the Lord and he concluded that salvation really belongs to the Lord. Amen. My friend, what an encouragement when, when in the end the Lord meets you with a solution to your problem. I do not know what's your problem this morning. I do not know uh, what you encountered in your life, uh, what sadness you have, what, what heaviness of your heart you have. Maybe some of us here have problems uh, greater than the other. And, and some, some of us here, you know, bearing the burden in your, in your heart, and it's heavy in your heart. But no matter how big is your problem is, the Lord will provide you with victory. The Lord will provide you with salvation. Let's bow our heads and pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for uh, the blessing of uh, um, the Sunday school about David, his um, prayer, Lord, for the blessing in it, and his um, um, provision, the strength, uh, the victory, the salvation that you have given to him. Lord, um, he rejoiced in you uh, because, Lord, uh, he loves you first and foremost. Lord, I pray also that um, all of us here in this church will rejoice in you because, not because of anything else, but because first and foremost, we love you. And Lord, um, your blessings we experience, your provision, your favor we experience. Um, Lord, we do not love you because of all that. We love you because um, we love you as a person. And Lord, um, help us to grow mature uh, in, our, in our faith. Help us also to grow mature um, in our walk with you. Because for that, um, there's a lot of blessings that we can remember uh, that you have given to us in the past. And I know, Lord, that there are a lot of blessings that you are going to give us in the future. Bless, Lord, your people. Lord, Lord that um, you give um, the discouraged people right now and encourage them. If anyone here in our church is discouraged, I pray, Lord, that uh, you will be the one that will help him and to, uh, to be the one to be a lifter of his own name. Bless, Lord, your people again. In Jesus' name, pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And Keith and uh, Brother... Forget me. Sorry, brother. Mike. Brother Mike. You know, Brother Mike, uh, I had an operation and I can forget so easily. A lot of things I forget, but anyway, thank you for...